Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, right there. And on we are the champions! Well, not we. Courtney. I mean, Courtney's the champion. Yeah, there's only one. Yeah. And she'll keep her heels on till the end. Man, spoiler alert. Right? If, uh, if you haven't watched the episode yet. Well, if you haven't watched the episode, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Yeah, right? Um, but yeah, Courtney won. Yay, that's what I wanted to win. All right, guys, that's the show. We'll see you guys next season. <laughs> <laughs> that's a recap of uh, season five. You know, I don't think we're going to really recap as much as we're just going to talk about the final three and final... Sorry, I'm tangled here in my camera. Uh, the final three and the final two episode. Because, uh, you know, I just wanted to watch and enjoy it. I won't have to take, like, the encyclopedia of notes that I usually Not take. Not necessary. Yeah. We don't need that. Not for the finale, anyway. And honestly, no. these weren't super complex episodes. It was three dishes in the first episode, in, like, the top three episode, and then... They just each person. It was three it dishes. was three dishes, and then it was also three cakes in the first one. Yes. So we get the first episode. We get fifty chefs, which probably twenty five of them are chefs, and twenty five of them are extras that are just like chefs, or like from fifty they're states sh- they're of America here in Los Angeles, so they can be paid as locals, but they happen to have at one point visited Idaho. <laughs> Hey, has anyone, uh, they walk in a restaurant. Hey, has anyone been to Rhode Island? Oh, cousin lives there. You're good. All right. Come on. Get a Rhode Island patch on his shoulder and get him in the room. I just don't understand Graham's, like, take on that. Larry's like, remember, there are chefs from 50 different states here. It's like, that's not going to put pressure on Look, it's a cool gimmick. It was nice that they got, like, a couple people we recognize. Like, I got Kat Cora from, like, Iron Chef. I actually watched her. And then, uh, Duff Goldman from, um, Something City Cakes. Charm City? What is it? Um, Inner that City? cake show. Cake Boss. Cake, cake Boss? No, the no. other one. King Simply of cakes. cakes? I don't Ace know. of Cakes. Ace of Cakes. That's the one. Takes the Cakes? Yes. Who's conveniently doing it after his, like, because he just launched, like, the Pillsbury style, like, cake mixes. Sounds good to me. Yeah, right? Okay, so the contestants basically have to cook, they each have to cook a dish. And they're going to each, like, basically three chefs are at each table. Uh, there's 50 chefs total. The math doesn't add up, we know. Or does it? Hmm? No, the math doesn't add up. Well, they have three chefs at each table. And they then. could have put four at but, one um, table. But, so, three dishes at each table, all the chefs will try all the three dishes, basically. Yeah, so, they don't have to cook 50 snacking. dishes, they have to cook 16 dishes each. Um, so, Leslie goes with the... Uh, Leslie went with the steak. He went the steak and no. And yeah, gnocchi. Leslie went with a fillet and an herb gnocchi, which sounds kind of delicious. And the judges were like, "I don't, I don't know if this is going to work out for him, man." And gnocchi and steak, that? and I'm like, "That sounds amazing." I don't know why everyone's yeah, I mean, it's, dissing it's it. Steak and potatoes, right? Gnocchi's made of it's like potato pasta. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's steak and potatoes, but fancy. Um, I mean, the, like they said at one point, like the steak was the safe route. Yeah. It was. I mean, steak's good, but, like, it's also easy to I mean, if you take Leslie, every time he's going to pull the steak. And it's not because he can't cook anything else. It's because steaks are a great thing to cook. I love steaks. Leslie probably loves steaks. And honestly, I honestly thought Leslie was going to win. 
to win tell you guys what part win the competition. I thought Leslie was a sure win for the competition, and we got YouTubers who were saying that we hate Leslie. I don't hate Leslie at all. I thought Leslie was kind of a shoe in. No, yeah, we. I think all of us here like Leslie a lot. I mean, I was Team Throughout. Cutter last week, you know. Well, but we all have our faults. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, sadly, Kyle was not last here for the after show to rag on Cutter as much as he would have liked to. I, I didn't want to rag on him. I just wanted to ask him questions on why he behaved certain ways. That's all. Because he. I asked the questions that nobody else will ask. It's Cutter true, was. Cutter, really Cutter is. Cutter has some issues, I think, on television. So tonight, uh, Leslie was doing the steaks and the gnocchi. Then we have um, Elizabeth with a skin on sea bass. And a tricolored cauliflower puree. Cauliflower three ways. Cauliflower it's it's three very ways. important to note, however, that uh, the top or the top three, Leslie, Courtney, and Elizabeth, also had help from previous contestants. Yes. Which they did they have that help before or after they got all their ingredients? Um, I think they have that after. Before. They, was it before? They, yeah, because they all go in and they're helping oh, shop. You're right, yeah. And they're like, so if oh, I'm where, Leslie. Oh, where's the lemongrass? I can't find the lemongrass. Yeah, and if I'm Leslie and I got Christian with me, I might lean towards steak, you know? Yeah, because like, he can cook that. meat. Yeah. I mean, you could say guy. the same thing about Elizabeth with Victoria, though. What do you think about those teams, though? So we have Courtney with Big Willie and Daniel. That's perfect, dream team. Perfect team. I thought right. it'd be dream team, but they had the most trouble, it seemed like. And then we have Leslie is teamed up with um, Iran, Iran and Christian. Yeah, so, to me, not dream team. Meh. I mean, I thought they'd do well. They'd do fine. Yeah, I mean, Christian's very good, very technical. Yeah, um, Iran's very creative. That's like her her strength is in her creativity. So I don't see her as much as a sous chef as. Like, you want, like, Victoria on your team. Yeah, You want Christian. You want Daniel and Willie because they can execute. Right. And then um, Courtney was with... Um, or, Li- or Elizabeth. Elizabeth was with uh, Christian and... No, Victoria and Victoria Jamie. Victoria and Jamie, yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was kind of a good teaming. I didn't quite understand the fortune cookie, why they pulled them out of fortune cookies. And it just made a complete a luck. Show. Okay. And yeah, and it's that's the best way for luck to come from food. I really wanted them to have like more interesting ways of doing it. Like when I have a fortune cookie, I like to, it's still in the bag, and I just crush it with my hand, oh, and then wow. you just pick the fortune out of there. And it's, yeah, right I feel now. like Leslie should have been like, and just reveal it. That's what like, I wanted to see. I want to see someone crush the fortune cookie. You guys had a lot riding on this fortune cookie. Part I, know. <laughs> I wasn't it. that emotionally involved in that yeah, segment. Yeah. Okay, okay. I guess you're, you're right. We're kind of weighing too heavily on that. Um, and then we have Courtney's dish, which she was going to do a, uh, I think it was the sea bass. Was it sea bass? Halibut. Halibut, yeah. that's right. The, the very white flaky fish. But look, I love halibut, but halibut is a dirty fish. It's a bottom dweller. It eats junk. I do not think classy restaurant dish to serve to the 50 chefs in sure? their country. I mean, I like. Halibut. I think. I think halibut can be delicious. It it's, is very if, delicious. if it's done well. And they even the, you heard the chefs giving her compliments about the fish and say it was very good. It was yeah, perfectly flaky. seasoned, very tasty. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you just have to choose that fish. You just have to go for it. I mean, just for the halibut, you gotta. Oh. Put it on the plate. Well, she was doing it with an Asian. Let me know when you're done. <laughs> Um, she was doing it with an, with an Asian zing using vermicelli I get noodles. It, but and... if you're top three, chance for the finale, you have any type of protein you want, and you're going with halibut. I'm like, that is what I cook, and I'm not a chef. Give I know me something it really, big. it really didn't work out for Courtney at all choosing the halibut. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, she got screwed. That's true. That's true. But like, you cook at home. You could say the same thing about a steak. Like, you grill, you grill up steak at home. Like, it's nothing hugely technical. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I suppose. You just got to make it good. Make it tasty. I suppose. That's a big piece of halibut, too. Um, but, interesting, Elizabeth, as you were saying, Stephen, has the uh, cauliflower done three ways. And she also has, it was a bass? A fish? She had a fish. What, too. Elizabeth has? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and was the, it was the skin on Red Snapper. Y- yes, yes, exactly. And for sure, her dish looked the best. Oh, yeah, it looked amazing. And if I could eat one of them, it would have been hers. Yeah. yeah, I think honestly, I I I don't get the whole ca- the purple cauliflower thing. I don't get the colored cauliflower thing. Why? What's what's not to get? It's purple. It's a different way. Honestly, whenever I see cauliflower on the plate, I'm like, oh, it's filler, and I push it off to the side. Oh, 
It's filler. Cauliflower can be delicious. It can be. I like. I love like the like a lots of places are doing like a like a little like fried cauliflower as like an appetizer thing now. So you're not pushing that out of the way. No, that's actually really. I watched you eat that like two days ago. That's why I'm calling myself out, saying that's actually good. But when it's like if I have a plate and it's gonna have like sea bass and like some like maybe a starch i see the cauliflower i'm like well but uh, and also like mashed cauliflower which is sort of what you did in one of those here is, is really tasty and it's puree, like yeah. Hey, and it's like now with all the paleo insanity that's a hit that's out there it's like oh we can have mashed we can't have mashed potatoes but we can have mashed cauliflower <gasps> i think honestly it was a cool dish like using three Great. colors three different textures is what i was kind of impressed with when they said it has three tastes three different textures and three colors like my that, only question with that is like how are you supposed to eat it are you supposed to like dip the because one of them is almost like a sauce one of them you snort the other one you drink and the last one you inject yeah exactly yeah haven't you ever eaten cauliflower but you have to guess and if you get it wrong you die (laughs) i think i think you just eat it however you want but uh clearly elizabeth was the queen of that challenge and she killed it and they uh said you're the winner girl yep immediately to the finals up to the balcony Not, not shocking yeah by the way not shocking no, at all. Like, I was Team Courtney. You were... Courtney. Courtney, and you were... I was uh, Leslie. Leslie. Um, but none of us, even though we were Team Courtney and you were Team Leslie, we all thought Elizabeth would be in the top two. We I kind of oh, thought, yeah. thought she was going to win, even though I was pulling for Courtney. So Since, like, episode six, it's been clear that Elizabeth was, was one of the top contenders. I would even argue, even though I wanted Courtney to win, that Elizabeth is a better all-around cook. Put, open but, that door but, so that cricket starts going. But, <laughs> yeah, right. but is that but is that Master Chef? Like we we saw Courtney giving some pretty big swings. Well, the thing with Master Chef is that you have to perform under these crazy pressures and these crazy scenarios and these crazy competitions with crazy people and time restraints. So you have all of those components. But overall, just from based on watching them, I bet Elizabeth is a better cook. I think. I think you might be right consistency-wise. I think consistently, Elizabeth is a better cook. But I think imaginatively, I think that Courtney can be better in some respects. And it might not even be uh, it might not even be a contest between the two because they're so different in what they yeah. create. Like, Elizabeth is, wants to make a cookbook, so she knows all these recipes that are similar to each other. So she was going for, she was going for I'm going to create a menu, and I'm going to display a menu yes. and a theme to these chefs. And I'm right. talking about the finale right now, um, not actually episode three. Uh, or top three, but then Courtney is all in for high risk, high reward. That's what she was really going for this whole season. Really, was she was high risk, high reward, and it paid off because she didn't have very many times when it fell back on her. Uh, unfortunately, in the finale, we have the the meringue. She eats one of the meringues, and that's kind of like <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think you're right. Courtney would be the type of girl who can go. What do you have in your pantry? All right, peanut butter and a cracker. I'll whip up the, something amazing. Where Elizabeth goes, I can't function unless I have every single ingredient and tool necessary. But if I she think, has those tools, it's like whoa, killer, killer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think yeah, I think when you're looking at somebody who's going to do something like a cookbook, I think Elizabeth's phenomenal. I think if you're looking- See, Zach says, Zach told me that this is the first time he is going to actually buy a cookbook because he wants to see what oh, Courtney yeah. would I've put been, in it. I've been watching MasterChef for a few years, and every time it gets down to the finale, and it's not like a few years ago when it was, um, whatever her name was, the, the blind woman. Um, Never watched. Who won, who won a few oh, years yeah. ago. And it was a great finale, and she did a fantastic job. And the fact that she's blind makes it a, like this incredible story. But, like, boil it, boil it down, I wasn't interested in a Vietnamese cookbook. And right. you can't read Braille. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, so I wasn't going to buy that cookbook. Same, similar thing uh, the other like the other years. And it's just like, but this year, I am very interested to see what Courtney puts in that book. I want to know what she wants to cook, and I'm interested in trying that out. As out of, out of all cook. the chefs, is she is she the one that you most want to have a cookbook? I would love to see a Big Willie cookbook. Yeah, because yeah, he his like again, it's like what is that person going to want to put on the plate? I would also be interested in seeing something from like Cutter or Tyler, like really just like woodsy stuff. Like that would be interesting because it's not something I'm used to cooking. Yeah, it's something Tyler, I want yes, to learn. Cutter, from I don't need to see that because you know. I've driven through restaurants before, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, need I want to know. Step how to... <laughs> one: boil water. Step two: yell at step whoever's two, talking to you. Step two: order the number three. Thank you. 
Just kidding, Connor. I'm sure you're a great cook. I'm sure you can cook something. Whatever. I was just saying talk back to whoever ordered it from you. Oh, yes. But um, do we have Skype open, Josh? Okay, cool. So Big Willie should be calling in fairly shortly here to talk about maybe perhaps a cook. I'm excited to hear if he agrees. Yeah. But so let's talk before Big Willie attends so we can talk about the finale with him. Let's talk these cakes. Let's talk these cakes, yeah. You know, we got a New York cheesecake. We got a Boston cream pie. Boston. What is it? A Boston cream Looks wicked pie. good. Is yeah, it a Boston pie? cream yeah. pie? Oh, it is a Boston which, cream Which, like, we both were looking at it. Like, I went to college in Boston. Like, I've never eaten a Boston cream pie, I think, in my life. It's just like, but I've had the donut a million times. Yeah. You learn something new every day here on MasterChef. I would have loved if one of them just made a giant Boston cream pie donut. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Um, I don't know. So they're, they're challenged. Um, Joe and, and challenges the key lime them. Pie. Joe challenges them to make a New York cheese take because Joe verges on the on the edge of being from New York or being from Italy. I never. He's he's very New York. Like, that was New York. It's yeah, a New York cheesecake. New York, Italy, same thing. I know, but he, that's like that's like his heritage. Genres that he likes to yeah. put out there. Um, Graham decides that they're going to do a key lime pie because of uh, Florida, I think it was. And then we have South. South. Yeah, and then we, why have to say it like that? No. Um, and then we have <laughs> the uh, the Boston cream pie from Gordon Ramsay, which I wasn't expecting that from Ramsay as his like choice, but interesting choice. Um, the Boston so, cream pie they brought out looked awesome. So just looking at this challenge, it's only Leslie and Courtney. Who do you think has the advantage before we get into it? Uh, I'd say Courtney, but but we have a caller on the line. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's one of the fan favorites. Uh, I, I forgot his name. It's something like it's something I don't like, remember. It's Billy. It's like Mike or something. Little John. Mil- Millie. Andrew. Is it Andrew? Is it Elise? Hi, Andrew. Elise. Elise Mayfield. Are you on the phone? Yes, it's Big Willie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Big Willie, I was I was still hoping for a comeback tonight by you somehow. You know. I think all of America's was waiting. For ah! They were. That, that sounds like something waiting. Cutter would say. <laughs> now Cutter would have interrupted me and then said it. Um, Mister Mister Willie, how do you feel about Courtney being the master chef? Um, I have I have my little things about it. You know, good and bad. You know, I just well, we want to hear both. I'm not. I'm not like the bitter, salty person. I'm. I'm extremely happy for her. Um, you know, I just felt like Elizabeth brought it tonight. She definitely did. She definitely did. We've been talking tonight that she's a front runner for sure. Um, but at the end of the day, Elizabeth could have brought it, but Courtney brought it more. Pig ear. Pig ears. Pig ears, Willie. What did you think when you first heard that she's going to be making pig ears? Um, I've actually had pig ears before, and um, I, I thought that the way she was preparing them was pretty accurate. Um, you know, but down south, we, we are known for frying everything, so she could have took a couple of skills from me and asked me how to deep fry them right, and I could have helped out a little more. But, you know, it's all good. So how are you feeling <laughs> when you had to help her out? <laughs> you know... I was I was asked this on uh, Twitter today. A lot of people said that it looked like me and Dang was trying to sabotage her, um, and that wasn't the case. Uh, we did exactly what she uh, wanted us to do. Uh, we went in being team players because had we really went in trying to sabotage her, that would have made it look bad on us. You know, uh, we've all came through this competition uh, our own way. But we also want to be recognized as future uh, chefs and future leaders in the culinary world. So why would we want to do that, you know? Exactly. Um, So I had to uh, get on Twitter and, you know, basically say that. And Courtney made it clear that, um, you know, she appreciates me and Daniel for helping her out and she loves us. And, uh, Courtney has messaged me personally and, uh, she's always been a positive inspiration, you know, to me. And she's always loved big Willie. So, uh, I I have nothing, you know, negative to say. 
Uh, does she love you enough to cut you off a piece of that big old $250,000? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, um, that $250,000 would be nice, but I'm trying to get a million in my pocketbook, so I'm going to do my own thing. Thank you. I love that. So we, we were talking about how you need a cookbook, Willie. What's your, uh, judging by... Uh, this season of MasterChef and everything you've cooked in it, what do you think you're strongest at and what do you really want to create for people to cook and get a little taste of Willie out across the States? I really want to uh, get people into using uh, some odd, strange things. Uh, I have a cooking class coming up uh, with this tea shop and everything they do is with tea. Um, so I've been working up a lot of things like fried chicken with tea and uh, uh, brining different things with tea and stuff. Like these things that are ever in your everyday pantry, you can use. It don't necessarily make sense, but it'll all come out good in the end. And that's what I was known for in the show, being able to bring different things together. So that's what I'm looking to do in the future is to show people uh, it's okay to put coffee on your steaks. It's okay to put uh, orange juice in your brine for fried chicken. It's okay to do that. You know, it's just a matter of how to do it and balancing it right. So, tell me, um, in the the top three compete, when Leslie was sent home, were you surprised? Or I mean, come on, he got sent home for putting salt instead of sugar, like. Not that's where uh, I had an issue with uh, because, yes, you put he put salt instead of sugar, but if you recall back early in the competition, Kira went home for not filling her donuts, and Courtney put salt in her donuts instead of sugar, and they were real salty, and the judges didn't even eat them. So why didn't she get sent home and Leslie got sent home? But that's none of my business. <laughs> Not all salt is created equal. Apparently. I know, right? Wow. <laughs> you know, so I just think that some of the judging uh, was a little, you know, a little questionable. Who do you think, besides yourself, should have won MasterChef? The, well, there's no other person but me. Ah! <laughs> Good oh for you. Then if you yeah, were, if you I were think... going to choose the winner, who would you choose? Based on based on tonight's performance. Based on your life, your opinion, whatever you want. Oh, of the entire season, I would have to say Jamie. Really, really, Big Willie. You do not yourself. do not just say things to be dramatic <laughs> and make a like. No, you have to break that down and really give me a reason oh. that you think Jamie. Out of all of the people in MasterChef, should have won. You need to really try to convince me I about think, that. Um, I think Jamie, uh, because Jamie has had some incredible skills that were just overlooked because she was not, uh, I guess you'd say, what the people, what they would have thought the people would want him to see. Uh, but she was constantly putting her dishes throughout the entire competition. Uh, she had uh, amazing uh, moments with the judges and even her backstory um, and not in, it's not playing a sympathy card, but if, to know her backstory and to know that she's out she's, the competition has been the one to grow the, the most from being shy, from being the one that has been picked on and to have the confidence to come into this competition with some A-type personalities, stand her ground, didn't allow herself to get bullied on, and then was still able to produce some amazing dishes, I think she could have easily taken it. Wow. Well, I mean, I, there's no doubt that she's a talented chef, and we have all been fans of Jamie on the show. 
However, I think there are plenty of other chefs on the show that are better than her at cooking. Oh, Maybe yeah. not baking. Oh, no Maybe doubt. not baking. No doubt. But Cutter, no I think doubt. Cutter could have taken it. <laughs> I'm just trying to set Kyle, oh, Kyle why, off. Why are we trying to ruin the just moment? Just set Kyle off. Um, what no was it like seeing... It's more, it's more of talented chefs in the competition, but I was told yesterday, and this is what's crazy, is... You have all the skills in the world. You can have all the skills in the world. You can have the best knife skills. You can know how to fry this, bake that backwards and forwards. But so your mindset ain't right. And then you have somebody that don't necessarily have the skills that you have, but they are more willing and open to learn the skills and the attitude is right. And that'll take you further than just skills alone. Yeah, always. Not just in cooking, always. So tell me, exactly. what, what was it like being reunited with everyone from the season so far? Were there any? Was there any like long lost beef that got brought back, or was there any rekindled season five romances that kind of like you saw <laughs> popping back up? Well I, well, I hope that there wasn't no romances. I don't know about that, but I do know that. Uh, Ron made the comment that I was her boyfriend today on Twitter. Oh, and uh, is it Facebook you know, official? A lot of people was like, "Oh yes, that's awesome." But <laughs> I will be her boyfriend until that time comes uh, for her to be taken away from me. But I'm not going to let that happen. Well, congratulations, uh, Willie, from all of us <laughs> to you. That's wonderful. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much it. You know, I think the best time of us coming back together was uh, basically sitting at the bar and talking shit to each other. <laughs> of course. <laughs> As it always is. Yeah, that was the best. But, you know, of course, you had people that came that was really salty about, uh, you know, who were in the uh the finale and the way they left off the show and they felt like the show didn't portray them right and all that stuff. You have all of that going on that you just have to just be like, girl, sit down, you know, guys, sit down, you know, it ain't about you. Uh, it's about these people here, so be happy for them at least. You know? Exactly. Well, Willie, it's always been a pleasure to talk to you. And, of course, uh, even though you didn't win this season, maybe you will win another season or have something even better and bigger happen to you. Um, but thank you for calling in. Big Willie, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and on uh, Facebook at MC5Willie. And uh, I do want to say that uh, America has asked you know, about the cruise. Uh, I shall be getting on that cruise in November. So if you want to see more of me, then see how you can make that happen. And, uh, yeah. Nice. For the cruise. Big Willie on the big water. All right, Big Willie. Thanks again for calling in. And remember, attitude determines altitude, guys. All right. Later, Willie. <laughs> All right. Well, that Jamie thing threw me off. I had to catch my breath real quick. People saying stuff like it's that. It's like somebody lit the fuse in front of Kyle. What? Like, How can you say that? What is this insanity? Oh, um, he threw wow. a coaster. Whoa. But. You're getting amped. Uh, that was what Kyle was like when he heard Jamie's name. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of <laughs> like that too. That's though. what it was. <laughs> um, but I, Courtney winning, um, you could tell Willie was like, well, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm happy for her, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, and I think a lot of America feels that way. They uh, look at her as kind of sometimes the girl who's a little fake or a little bratty, maybe a little snooty who doesn't deserve it. But you know what? I, think I liked her. I loved her. Yeah, I, loved I thought her. she was great. Like I didn't, th I didn't, I never really saw her as snobby. Like anytime she was like kind of like in this episode, like there was a little bit of cattiness back yeah. and forth. But I think that was just like they're in a competition, and even if they're friends. If I was in a competition with my friends, I would talk like that. Absolutely. Probably like, even more so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's like the thing. When when you're friends with somebody, you talk crap. Exactly. When you're not friends with somebody, like you you tend to be a little bit like nicer on the out. Yeah, yeah. You're more reserved. Yeah. Oh, I totally lost my thought. That's awesome. Yeah, that sucks. Well, yeah. my favorite dish that oh, yeah. they put up. Remembered my thought. Sorry. Go, go for it. Um... I see Courtney having a future in television cooking. 
Because if you notice, like, all throughout watching the show, like, every time you saw Elizabeth, she was making a face, like, and every time you saw Courtney, it was just, like, it literally, like, it was, she was on the campaign trail. Like, and the way just, she stood with her, her legs crossed. Honestly, the way she stood, the way every time the camera was on her, she was always smiling. She was always portraying a character, a portrait of herself. Yeah. I saw her as a television chef. And I, I liked her going on that point that she always took the feedback and almost always said thank you. So they go, this is bad. You should have done this. She goes, thank you. Like, just normal. Just normal. In her mind, she's saying, I'm going to conquer this bitch. But in her in her head, she's going, <laughs> thank you. And as, as we all should, right? It's like I, the polite... It's the polite woman who will take over the world. Yes. I feel like she's yeah. just super, super intelligent. At least for a little bit, and at least the cooking she, world. <laughs> she, plays, she plays the Sparkles High Heels girl, and she's super intelligent. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there. Courtney, oh. if you're listening, you can have this one. Stilettos and stovetops. Oh, that's good. Hey. That's good. You can go. Yeah. Pitch it to the Food Network right now. <laughs> stilettos and stovetops. I don't know if I can spell stilettos. It was the only, like double letter i can think of for heels shoes i couldn't find anything really well, i'll come up with more later but stilettos and strudel uh, but then you have to cook strudel every week yeah nobody <laughs> I'm wants I'm that totally down with that i love strudel <laughs> um so the final competition um we get they have an appetizer they cook they have an hour to cook an appetizer mm-hmm. um and the whole time I'm thinking, like, okay, so an hour for the appetizer, probably an hour to film the in-betweens. For three main courses, I'm like, the audience is sitting there for, like, six hours through cooking and through filming. And I was like, wow, that takes a while. Um, so the appetizers, we get uh, Courtney wants to make the pig ear, of course, which is a salad with a quail egg on top. We have Elizabeth making the uh, octopus. octopus, which she uses in a pressure cooker, which in a cooking competition, it's rare to see a pressure cooker being used. And I was kind of surprised at that. So are the judges, apparently. And she cooks it, nails it, but apparently the octopus was a little bit overcooked. But Joe really reams Courtney out for the salad she made. And then is like, but it was good. (laughs) I I think the salad figure thing looks stupid. And I can't imagine it tasting so great. And my favorite dish that was put out was not from Courtney. It was from Elizabeth. And it was that octopus dish. I mean, oh, that, I would have totally eaten the, eaten the hell out of it. it both of them. Awesome. Both of them look delicious. If I'm looking at a menu, Wait, I ordered the octopus. You think the pig ear salad looked delicious? Yeah. I thought it looked good. Yeah. Nah, I thought nice, it, salty, I thought it salty pork. I mean, yeah, it's an ear. It's not the most like tender meat. But if it's... I don't care about that. There was just no color. It looked boring, yeah, especially little... compared to an octopus with it all these like crazy colors. It looked like crispy serrano ham. Yeah. It looked like crispy strips of ham. And you had that nice little bright... The quail egg was a nice touch, so it wasn't just like green it brown. Was, yeah. It had like a little yellow to make it pop. I'll just say, like, let's take the octopus salad, let's take Courtney's salad, just put it in a bowl together, together, and I'm just going to eat it put all. that egg there right on go. top. <laughs> that quail egg right on top. You got to slice it, get the yolk worn down. I know, right? It'd be perfect. <laughs> <sighs> so the next thing they have to make is an entree. So entree-wise, we have Elizabeth making a rack of lamb mm-hmm. and some other stuff i can't remember right now for some reason i mean she was going for that she she, the whole thing she was going for a mediterranean like train of thought well she had the quinoa with the vegetables surrounding the yeah that shit chickpeas with the octopus and then courtney's main dish was the sumac duck breast sounded amazing which i don't know if this is courtney uh covering herself after the fact or if she actually thought this far in advance but she said to the judges, I'm giving you this appetizer that's a little crazy. Pig ears and a salad, right? So I wanted for my entree to go a little more familiar, which is a duck breast, simple duck breast. Um, and I love that strategy because you're also showing range. You're like, look, if I do have $1 uh, pig ears, I'm going to make a great dish out of it. And if you give me a traditional popular uh, protein, I'm going to make a great dish out of it. It's so hard to do duck like super well. And they're not kidding when they say that, like, because you you go to like the the Chinese restaurants that have duck and stuff like that. It's roasted duck, so roasted duck is cooked for a long time, and then they cook it one last time before they give it to you. If you're going to just make a duck from scratch like that, to get it crispy on the outside and juicy on the inside to a medium rare, and not have it be completely, because you want that thin layer of fat in between the mm. skin and the meat. So to actually do it and have it look the way she did it is super 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 yeah, hard. Like nice thick piece of duck it looked delicious very juicy but not completely 
dry. That's the one thing is like duck is that one poultry that if it's overcooked, it's going to be dry and rubbery, which usually poultry is like dry and mm-hmm. flaky, but no, it's rubbery if it's too dry. This looked crispy, well-cooked, juicy, delicious. And I was just like, I'm sold. Like I would have totally taken that dish over, over the, and I love rack of lamb. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I great. love rare li- rack of lamb. So, yeah, I would have eaten it rare. Even though she undercooked it because one side was probably thicker than the other side before she cut it, and it was in there for the same time, but fortunately, that's how meat is. If they're not the same cuts and not I the guess, same size. Well, this is my question, because like, I know with beef, like if you, as long as it's cooked on the outside and it's rare on the inside, you're fine. In terms, like in terms of all that, is lamb the same way? Like it's totally fine to eat raw like that. Like so, like it was like blood red. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't so raw that. I don't think it was inedible. I he think does it was say just... black and blue, which is basically rare. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the meat. I would say the Master Chef Kitchen does not use meat that is it's true. It's very true. Like, They're using pretty good stuff. Honestly, if you're gonna get like Kobe beef, like you could probably eat it rare. Like this yeah, stuff is could. it's right. made to be turned into um, beef tartare. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. made to be able to be eaten rare. Or raw, basically. So I don't think that that would be the thing. I think it's just more that if you're going to say I'm going to serve you this medium rare, you better damn well serve it medium rare. Because, you know, I might like raw food. I might like rare. But if you're going to tell me it's medium rare, it better be medium rare. I wonder why, though, she decided to give Joe the rare plate. Because she didn't want Gordon to yell at him. (laughs) I mean, I think there has got to be strategy with that. Maybe he is more partial to. I actually do think he like. I'm trying to remember an exact instance, but I feel like he's like more like he's like yeah, rare food. Like he because that's like the the foodies like cook Mm. on a yeah, I guess right. But like a medium rare is like a chef's cook. Like that's the perfect thing. Exactly. Medium rare, but like if you're like oh yeah, I'll have my steak rare. It's like. Well, she owned it, and she said, look, yours is more rare than I intended, you know, sorry, and whatever. So I appreciate that component. So there are two, basically the balance in that is Courtney's um, meringue, when she's like, oh, and uh, totally didn't give you guys one of the meringues. How do you, and I get, like, you've been cooking for hours, and it's the finale, and there's a quarter of a million dollars. But how do you just accidentally eat it and then go, oops, I was supposed to not eat that. She, like, that's a I, weird mistake. My, my only thought is that she counted and counted wrong. Like she's just hurrying and goes like, okay, I can have one. Oh, no. But yeah, I, don't I think, I think that. that wasn't a, that big of a deal. Yeah. So you get two instead of three. Big freaking deal. Yeah, I don't know. What I, what I think is the cause of that and will probably play in her subconscious for her to be like, oh, I better try one. Is Leslie. What took Leslie out of the competition was sugar and salt. salt. Yeah. And I think she just wanted to make sure that Because I think she would rather... I think she knew that she was going to be missing one, honestly, when she ate it. I don't think she miscounted at all. I think she played it up to the show that she miscounted. But I think she knew because she would rather taste it and know that it's good at that point... Instead of, okay, I have to scrap this and really quickly make yeah. something else no, if I need to. My, that my, is a call. my only confusion about it was meringue seems like something, and I'm not a baker, but that's something that could easily crumble out of the oven. Like, it might not set right. One, like it. one or two, But like one or two on that platter uh, might just happen to overcook a little bit more. So you make extras just in case. Why make, like, even close to the exact amount? Like, why not make an extra half dozen? So that if you lose three, you're fine. Like they they show them doing that con- constantly throughout the show. I think they like, they, we saw yeah. her in the last episode. I think Courtney put in two cheesecakes. Yeah, they would even put in two parts of meat. I don't know. Maybe she didn't have enough ingredients to do the extras that she needed. Maybe I don't it was think the time that thing. Maybe it was the ingredients thing. Maybe it was just for the hell of it. Like, well, either way, it's in a matter. It turned out good. It turned I out said, good for her. I gotta be a hater. I'm hating. I'm just curious. No, it was man. a great, great insight, Zach. It was I'm a just great wondering. <laughs> Courtney, fill me in. What was he? What were you thinking at that moment? She's like, now she's thinking, I don't care because I won. Yeah, it doesn't matter. What struck Steven's me? Pissed. She's even like, no, how dare you? What struck me is after, and I mean, we're, we've reached this point in the show now. Elizabeth says, uh, "I if I would have put in or undercooking those lambs cost me a quarter of a million dollars." If she would have put out perfect medium rare lambs, do you think she would have won two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Nope. I don't either. I yeah. I still think Courtney has it. I just yeah. I think Courtney brings that something 
I don't know. I think Elizabeth is a better cook, but I think Courtney brings something extra that Elizabeth can never bring. It's an unlearned thing. Courtney has a story. Courtney has a TV face. Ah, uh, but Elizabeth had a story when her husband passed out. Oh and what do you mean Courtney has a TV face? Elizabeth has a gorgeous face. She does, but Courtney... Though both of those girls could have cooking shows. They could, yeah. Yeah. I can I can see more people buying the I think you're putting way too much emphasis on, on the like look. the storytelling and what the producers wanted. At that point, they're both fan favorites. America loves both of them. It's but going America's to, not choosing. It's not, so that's what I'm saying. So why would they care? They're actually going to start looking at them as actual chefs and not like pawns in their I story. I hope so. Well, let's just hope and go for I it. I guess like the the what they're looking at is like for a master chef, you always you do want something new. Because that's what a, a real yes. great chef does. Is yes. They don't just execute older dishes perfectly. Yep. They come up with stuff that's new that you've never tried before, even with ingredients that you You're have right. tried. You're right. And, like, I've had octopus. I love octopus. It's a difficult dish to pull off. But that dish didn't reinvent anything. It wasn't... No. Pig ears the that pig you're like, salad whoa! Did. Yeah, it, I don't. Yeah. I've never heard of a pig ear it did, salad. It didn't elevate the dish. And honestly, Elizabeth's uh, dessert looked like a cake that I could have baked. It didn't look like yeah. something can, too crazy. Can, we, can, so, can you explain this to me? I don't know if you know, Stephen. What is an olive? It was an olive oil cake. Yeah. So olive oil is very, very smooth. So mm-hmm. when you create a when you create a cake with it, it creates a very moist cake. But if, so it was just like you use olive oil instead of butter. Um, I don't know the specifics to it. Okay, I just know that like you can create a very because it stays it's heavier than water, it stays more viscous. It creates a very moist cake, but also it's easily not sweet enough. Does that make sense? Right. You can easily undersweeten the cake. That's why you have the yeah. cream on top. That's why she can do so much with it. So, I mean, honestly, that cake looked really good. And she was really playing to Joe. The whole dish looked great. Yeah, she was playing yeah. to Joe a lot because it's a very Italian thing. Um, it's kind of... I think it's similar to, like, Ladyfingers and, like, tiramisu in some ways, but I don't think it's, like... I, I, that's a very... My, my other thing with this... Far off, like, second cousin kind of comparison. Don't go crazy with the yeah, comments. Yeah, don't kill me off that Gosh. one. My other thing with that dish, and it's like, it looked really good, but this is, like, I asked before about, like, how do you eat it with the three cauliflowers? And it's, like, with these, like, restaurant-quality dishes where it's, like, the pistachios, like, on the side. Yeah, it was, so it was a I, lot. If, I got, if, if you put that in front of me, I would have looked at it and been like, what do I do with it? Like, am I yeah. supposed to take this and sprinkle it? Am yeah. I supposed to eat this separately? I would have like, done the same thing. With, especially with desserts, I prefer to just stick a fork or a spoon or whatever in one bite and get a piece of everything. But uh, you're not a connoisseur of the food. Yeah, they're you have to think you. they're cooking for you know Gordon Graham and Joe. So I know they're not cooking for Zach, Kyle, and Steven. The, spita- the pistachios are there for you to. And the drug references, yeah, it's today. Drug references. <laughs> a lot are really they go well with too. the uh, with the cauliflower in your nasal cavity. So here's here's my question: What now will happen to Courtney and Elizabeth? Are they going to be a fleeting uh, thing on reality television, and then they'll do the cruise for a couple years until they burn out on that, and then maybe they do a second book, and then we never hear from them what again. What is the they... cruise? Tell me about the cruise. The cruise, the MasterChef cruise. Never heard of it. So if you're a fan of MasterChef and want to meet these people in person, you can sign up for the MasterChef cruise. You go out on sea, and then Willie's there, MasterChef Junior is there, past contestants and winners are there, and they cook and do cooking classes, and you eat food and learn about food and meet Willie. It's now it's a now it's a chance to get to meet Willie. See, <laughs> I yeah, I don't. I, that sounds interesting. Is it in California or is it like everywhere? It's on the well, water. It's, it's on the. It's in the ocean, so it depends. So it's it depends. In, it's in uh, it's in uh, Utah. Got it. Okay. No, no, it's in salt water. But I just I don't know. Like clearly, she's gonna get paid. She's gonna have her book. But what does it take for her to turn this into an actual career? An investor. I mean, I and I think they're invest for especially for Courtney. Their investors lined up around the block, and a publicist, and a management team, and an yeah. agent. Like she has to really take advantage no, the, of this one opportunity. It's it's not even that. It's she's got to she's got to play her cards right when dealing with people who want to control everything. Yeah, because that I mean too. that that's one of the main things. Mm-hmm. Like with American Idol, as another competition show, which people it has the illusion of putting you out on top if you win. When really winning does not put you out on top. It puts you in a serious position where you're locked into a deal already. And honestly, you don't have much control over where your career goes for the next few years while that deal's in effect. Yeah, True. you can so, be Ruben Stuttered and wind up in a Scooby-Doo movie. Ruben or you can Stuttered. wind up Clay I love that Aiken. It's a verb. And- <laughs> you can get stuttered. 
Yeah, you know, that could happen. Or well, Clay Aiken, who like had a much like stronger career, he was on Broadway for a while. Mm-hmm. Like he did his, he did what he wanted to do with it. And let's but, not forget, they don't get the. She didn't just get a check for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. She got a check for two hundred fifty thousand dollars minus the tax. Well, sure, minus I, a lot I, of I other get, stuff. Look, look, I and get it's that. probably going to be held up in. She probably doesn't get it for another few months after the show is over. Well, of course, but, but either way, yeah, it, we everyone knows that. But the the thing with Courtney though is that this is now her legacy. Forever, she will always be known as season five Master Chef winner Courtney, whatever her last name is, and so that is her legacy. This is your one card. You don't get a second one. You don't get to go on another show. You don't get to go do something else. This is it. This is all you got. So I hope that she has the people, like you said, who are good and won't take advantage of her. And she has the foresight to go after it and be as aggressive as possible because this could make her life or it could just be a part of her life. I I think she can live comfortably as a chef at a Michelin-starred restaurant. From winning the show? Yeah. Oh, see, if I'm she, going more like publicity. Let's sell some books. I'm, I want my own series. No, I'm, say, I'm saying she should go that route. Oh, I'm okay. saying she should, but I'm saying as opposed to an aerial dancer, Yeah, she is now in a much better place. No matter what she ends up after MasterChef, I think it'll be a more professional career, and I think it'll be an actual career in which she can actually base a future and have a family upon. Yeah. As opposed to what she was doing before MasterChef. Right. So I think no matter what, she comes out on top. It's just whether mm-hmm. she wants to take it to that place where it's going to be spotlight, uh, publicity, doing that, wanting to get her own show on the Traveler Food Network, mm-hmm. and which I definitely think she has the look for. I think she could definitely get yeah. a Food she Network show. She could easily and, have her own cooking show. I mean, barring whatever MasterChef legal nonsense yeah, is going whatever on Fox there, but, um, but she could have a cooking show. It's really what does she want to do? I think and, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth could too. Elizabeth's probably going to get the same deal with a cookbook. Yeah. Probably by the same people who are giving Courtney a cookbook deal. They're no. both probably going to have a cor- cookbook out within the next year. But that's the difference. And what I was saying before is like Elizabeth, like I don't know that I, that she could helm a cooking show the same way because it would be simple. It, like, and not in a bad way. Her, her, what she would cook would be delicious, but nothing like huge and big swings. Courtney, I expect to just be like throwing crazy stuff at us every week. Yeah. And that's why I'm, well, that's why, and, like I said, I'm interested. But for in every one of you, there's somebody else who's like, I just want a simple dish. I just Fair want enough. to learn how to cook these things. So yeah. they can go after the two sex of the market. So, Courtney, what, what have you made on the show today? Well, I really wanted to make something with human today, so I made soy <laughs> green. Oh, and wow. It's going to be delicious, and I really think it's great. Called long pig. Long Whoa. pig. Oh. <laughs> I used lung pig ears. <laughs> um, Gordon's like bleeding or, from a bandage. On or we nose. give them like both. They both are on a show together where they have like they each have like fifteen minutes of it, and then they get to compare and they just make faces at each other. Oh my god, comments. that would work. That would be good. I like that. <laughs> They'd be like back to back in the promo and be Elizabeth yeah. like <laughs> Elizabeth versus Courtney. When she said, uh, "God, what was the Elizabeth comment about Courtney?" She goes, "Well." Uh, it looks like second place. No, she's talking about her being an exotic dancer. It was like so rude. Oh yeah, it was really at mean. A, like uh, something about working at a gentleman's club. Like yeah. she, she brought, she straight up. It was, was just like completely inappropriate. Oh, she says just because she works at a gentleman's club and I work as an office worker doesn't mean yeah. That just she because I have a real do. job and don't work at a nightclub, I was like, what? I don't think she said a real job. I I think she said I, just because I work in an office and she worked in a gentleman's club. I think Stephen was it, but yeah. like which like I get her point that she's kind of because she's playing from like in terms of story, oh. she is playing from behind where like Courtney's story is way more interesting. Courtney Courtney also has 250,000 other reasons that that comment doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. So good for you, Courtney. I'm glad you won, girl. Get it. Good yeah, for you. I'm down, I'm down with Courtney being the winner. I still thought Leslie was going to win. Okay. We have to also talk about that. In no universe, I love Leslie. In no universe is Jamie the best cook and is Leslie ever going to win MasterChef? That's just not going to happen. <laughs> okay. not going to happen. I do he was at the bottom so- half of the season. And so why would he now win the whole thing? It doesn't make any sense. Because um, it's a game. So it's a game that he played. I do True, have to mention... True, he's very good at playing it, yeah. I do have to mention, Leslie, because we haven't said it all season, and our YouTube commenters have been so, like... We've been driving our YouTube commenters 
freaking insane because we have not mentioned that who Leslie oh, is married yeah. to. Cause Big deal. I've been I've been ignoring it all season because I didn't want people to be listening and be like, oh, that's who he is. I don't like him now because he's rich. Blah, blah, blah. I, like, I wanted to ignore that fact, honestly, because I wanted to watch MasterChef without having that on everyone's minds. So Leslie is married to Melissa Joan Hart's mother. Who right. is Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Clarissa explains it all. Tons that's of... Melissa Joan Hart. Not, yes, yeah, yeah not her mother. Right. So uh, that's who Leslie's stepdaughter is, and her mom is now. Is it wife. stepdaughter or goddaughter? Stepdaughter. Stepdaughter. Yeah, yeah. Stepdaughter. So right. like, that's why that's why there's so much hate when the people are hating on Leslie for being like the rich dude. Oh, blah, blah blah. He's already famous. Like that's what they're hating on him for. But what's wrong with being the rich dude? I don't think anything. Nothing. I it just, has nothing to do with your cooking steaks. I just didn't want to bring it up in a show before the end because it just didn't make sense to me to have that be like the thing to bring up every time. It would have really influenced America if you would have. I would have, it could have changed the whole scope of the season. Look, if you guys, would have said these something. are two these are two chefs that are changing the way the world eats. After this. and Stephen oh. apparently <laughs> is changing the way we view Melissa Joan Hart and Leslie. I can't believe Graham said that though. These that chefs, was a lot. That was a lot. That was like, a lot. These chefs are not going to change the way America eats. Yeah. Is that Graham? I thought it was Ramsey. No, it was Graham. It was either Graham. way. Yeah. It was. He was like thinking. He was like. Yeah, They're going to change the way. I can't stand I'm going to start face. smelling my food like him, too, before I eat it. Because <laughs> he really gets in there good and gets a good whiff of whatever All he's All I can think of when mouth. he does that is like, yep, smells like steak. <laughs> That's what you and I would think. <laughs> yeah, Be like, like, this is still steak. <laughs> yep. It's like he has a, he's like making sure it's not poisoned. Like he, in another life, he was like the, the poison <laughs> tester. No, I think it's, I mean, I think he actually does it so he can get the feels the flavor. I, yeah. I got it. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Because we're rambling at this point. It was a great season. I loved hanging out with you guys. I love Gordon Ramsay, of course. He is the reason I even wanted to do the show in the first place. And, of course, I'll be watching next season. And for Gordon Ramsay fans, you should make sure to check your local listings for Hell's Kitchen, which is starting very, very soon. Started already. It has already started, and <laughs> if you are a Gordon Ramsay fan, then and you haven't watched Hell's Kitchen, then you're not really a fan yet because it is the best show. It's and y'all amazing. Should watch the after show Thursdays you with should. our host after. Lem Gonzalez, yeah. getting the contestants every week. On yeah, that show. it's really great. It's going to be awesome. It's been nice seeing you every other week. Yeah. <laughs> when I can make it. Oh, and Tracy couldn't be here. A lot of oh, people like, love Tracy. She yeah. got a flat tire. And there's a power Not outage in fault, LA. Yeah. Who, who actually believes that though? <laughs> She's just partying I mean, on the it could have legit, it so. could have been that her tire straight up just melted. It's the true. It's very hot here today. today. It's pretty gross. Now we are rambling. Where can we find you, Kyle? Uh, you can find me in Los Angeles or on Twitter at Kyle underscore Kittleson. K i t t l e s o n. Hey guys, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson, that's Zach with a C-H, and also here at AfterBuzz, I'm on uh, Doctor Who, Doctor Who Classics, Uh, I've got Resurrection coming back, Grimm coming back, Sleepy Hollow I'm jumping on with Stephen Lemieux over here, The Strain with Stephen Lemieux over here, I can't get away from him. Uh, um, and and more coming up uh, this fall, another Fox show, Grace Point with uh, David Tennant, and I'm super looking forward to that one, so uh, tune in. Alright guys, and you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X Also on doing the Strain After Show with Zach Wilson Three more episodes left, starting Sleepy Hollow And then Sons of Anarchy on Tuesday nights That show is really intense and it's really bloody and violent this season And I'm just kind of like, whoa um, Guys, this has been MasterChef Season 5 The Good After night. Show here on AfterBuzz TV And Courtney won Good night Let's look at some food From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 